This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. A Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate Production. Biggest thing we can do is just get stops and run. Stops and run, guys. Push, push, push every time. Extra, extra, extra session with Kiko Malikbeam. Tackles everything about the world of sports, especially the one close to the host heart. Basketball. Updates, discussion, clarification, name it. Extra session has it. Extra, extra, extra session with Kiko Malikbeam. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 14 of Extra Session with Kiko Malikdem here in Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, Philippines. And today we are very lucky to have with us a former PBA Rookie of the Year and Mythical 5 member. Despite playing for just five years in the pros, he has surely made an impact in Philippine basketball. Without further ado, let's all welcome Mr. Devon Harp. Devon, good day. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me. How are you doing right now, Devon? It's been years since the Philippine basketball fans actually heard something from you. I'm doing quite well right now. Um, I'm a, actually I'm a, a high school teacher now. I teach oh. high school, and I and I'm a, also the basketball coach. So that's that's what I'm doing now. That's great. That's great to me. Uh, let's go back down to memory lane, okay? So, uh, how were you able to bring your talents to the Philippines? Did someone ask you to come over? and try out and join something like that well um actually uh through my father because my <clears throat> excuse me my father was actually a filipino mm-hmm. so uh, uh uncle if uncle i have a relative of mine i never really met before mm-hmm. he's the one who first told me about uh, pba because i have never heard of it mm-hmm. and then that's how i how that's how i uh, ended up joining okay so uh tell us about your first experience playing basketball in the philippines how was it different from the games that you played outside i mean there in the united states uh you know honestly it's not that much difference i mean you know if uh people will tell you it's the same intensity uh the same hard work uh a lot of guys had the same drive so i mean to be honestly with you um other than maybe the size of the players it's not a lot of difference as far as uh the style of play and the intensity. So, I mean, it's really not a, a big difference. Now, when Batang Red Bull moved up to the PBA, you were one of mm-hmm. the selected ones to join the team. How was the experience yes. playing in the pro, especially on your first season? A lot were surprised that you, I mean, your play went up the notch uh, compared to the, you know, to the PBL. Well, you got to understand, um, 
you know that team that we had, man. We was all we were all kids. I mean, uh, me, uh, Jim Well, Junti, and Lordy, all those guys. We were all still young guys. You know, I was twenty one at the time, and all the, you know, we were all around the same age. So when we all came up together, it was just a shocking experience to play against <laughs> honest grown men. You know, it was just, it was experience, and mm. you know, we just all had to deal with it together. So it, that that that's one thing I'll always remember: how we all just kind of came up together from the PBL team, and then we moved up to the PBA team. I see. And then you played under Coach Yang Giao. How was he as a coach? And uh, what are the things that you learned from him when you were playing under him? Uh, coach Yang Giao, was, uh, he was a great mentor. I'm sure he's probably still doing well out there. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he just taught us how to, uh, to be pros. You got to give that guy uh, a lot of respect because uh, he took a lot of young kids and turned us into the grown men on the court. And uh, stuck by us, uh, you know, guided us to two championships. So he hats off to uh, Coach Yang, honestly. But uh, were you one of his favorites in, during practices? You know, how, how tough <laughs> Coach Yang is in, <laughs> during games? You know? uh, hey, Coach Yang probably didn't have a favorite, man. <laughs> probably didn't have a favorite. Uh, he, uh, no, it's a good, he's a great coach, man. I, I learned a lot from him in my time there. I did. I see. Are are you still in touch with your former teammates? Uh, me and a couple guys, we still communicate through uh through Facebook and uh, other social media. Yeah. Yes, and uh, your PBA career lasted five years, but those five years were terrific. You were considered as one of the best big young men in the league. How were you able to be consistent in your game, especially with all the banging that you experience inside the shaded lane? Um, it was just a little, it's a little bit, a couple of things. Uh, like I said, when I got there, I was like 21. So I, I don't think I was a full developed man at the time. I, I had to, I had to improve on my game, I had to improve on my body. Uh, I had to get in shape to play basketball, to play professional basketball. Mm -hmm. When I got there, I wasn't in any shape, you know, so I had to learn how to do that. I had to work on my game. Uh, the coaching staff that we had at Red Bull was great. They worked on us. They worked, they worked, worked, their, worked our tails off. I mean, we just, uh, you know, you take a lot of young guys and you got to mold them. And, he, and we did that in like a year. So, you know, I'm always proud of that. That's one of the memories I will always have the rest of my life. What was the fondest memory of you playing in, in, in your playing years in the PBA? It has to be that first championship that we won uh, in mm -hmm. 2001. Because you got to think, like, uh, our rookie, our first year there in <laughs> 2000, <laughs> Like, I, I, man, I think we won like nine games, maybe 10 on the whole season. Uh, and the thing was, like, when that, that Christmas break, that holiday came, I mean, we didn't, we didn't take a holiday. We all stayed and we started and we worked out that whole Christmas time through the holidays. And we came back that next season. Coach Yang had us ready to go. And, we, you know, we proved that. Now, let's clear things up, you know, once and for all, uh, because you were part of those, you know, the controversy. Are you a Filipino? My father is a Filipino and my mother is an African American. So far as I know, <laughs> that means yes. <laughs> yes. What was your reaction when, you know, the powers to be back back at the, uh, those days were all eyes on the field amps playing in the PBA and tagged you as a field champ? What was your reaction to that? I mean, you know, it's it's like I understand where both sides are coming from. You know, mm -hmm. I have to you know, I have to honestly say that because uh, if you, you know if it's not a if it's not a if not a real Filipino American 
and you're taking a job from somebody that can have a job. I understand that. That's that's mm -hmm. the part that I do understand. But also on the same token, if someone is coming and they're showing you your documents and they're proving that everything, they've been through all the tests and all that through the DOJ, I, I don't see what else what we're, what we're dealing with there. Yeah, you see. But I also, yeah. but I see both sides of the story though. Yeah, you see. But were you hurt by that or? Yeah, uh, yeah honestly, I was. It it, it was because you got to think like, uh, you know, when you go out to the malls or the dinner or whatever, you know, you're, you're recognized, you know, everybody pretty much know who you are. And then, you know, you got people questioning and it, yeah, it does hurt. Yeah. Especially deep inside, you know, that you are a legit Filipino, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, while waiting, what, what did you do? Well, when you were waiting to clear your name, did you go back to the States or, and, or did you try to look for the documents needed for you to prove yourself? Well, I, I stayed in uh, Manila, uh, and then I mean, I, I I I came prepared. All my documents were with with me when I when I first arrived, so I didn't have mm -hmm. to wait for anything. They just had to, uh, I guess, review it or whatever mm -hmm. that you want to call that. Yes. Sure, yeah. So I never left the Philippines. I just stayed and worked out until everything was clear. Yes, and then when you finally, you I mean, when they finally cleared you, uh, a lot were you know surprised. You didn't come back. What, why didn't you play again? I mean, was it lack of desire of playing basketball? No, I never had a lack of desire. I just a couple of things. I had some issues with my family. Uh, my grandmother wasn't doing well at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, I had an uncle not doing well. I had some family issues, and I thought it was better for me to uh, be back here in, in Ohio to, uh, to help take care of some family members. I see. Because uh, a yeah. lot of basketball fans were saying, oh, man, that that Devon Harp could have, you know, could be a big basketball star if he had, you know, resume playing basketball. Uh, mm -hmm. Were there any teams reach reaching out to you when you, you know, uh, to play once again? I actually did not hear any team reaching out to me. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, if ever, you know, so, so you would want to come back at that time, which team do you want to play for? I don't know. That's like a, a broad question. I really, uh -oh. I'll be the answer. I mean, of course, I'm, my, my loyalty still is going live with Red Bull. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's what I'm, <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm going to, that's going to be my answer. Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Yes. You know, so, so, play loyal to the team, you know. <laughs> to the only team that you played for. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. right. <laughs> uh, who was the basketball player you looked up growing up? Oh man, uh, so many guys. Cause mm -hmm. you, uh, Chris Weber, Shaquille O'Neal, mm -hmm. uh, you know Magic Johnson, Penny Hardaway. I just, you know, I just try to get some uh, from everybody's game and try to, you know, add it to mine. You know, cause I was a big guy, but I, you know, I also can handle the ball a little bit. So yes. I try to do a bit of everything. I like to pass the ball. You know, play defense. Uh, you know, score when I could. So I just try to do everything. Was there anyone during your time that you, you know, you hated facing on the basketball court because, uh, because he was rough or you had a hard time playing against him? Oh, man, there's so many guys. Uh, I can tell you Marlo Aquino was a monster, man. <laughs> uh, Marlo, uh, of course, Ali Peak was a, was, a, was a, he was a monster down there. Oh man, I can keep going, but like those two guys always stand out to me when I when when I think back about stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. Now, uh, in the PBA, who was the player that caught your attention because he played good against your team? Or, I mean, other teams, since you're a player in the PBA before. You know, I thought it was really, really smooth. I, I, I really liked the uh, Julian Punt's game. Julian Punt was, yeah. was real smooth out there. I like how he played the game. I like how he carried himself. You know, he was really smooth out there. I like June. Uh, who else could I say? Uh, uh, Don Don uh, Hunter Bears, oh, yeah. if I'm saying the right yeah. He had a nice game. <laughs> yeah, man, it was man, man, you can keep I can keep naming guys. We'd be here all night if I keep naming guys. But yeah, don't yeah. But I really, yeah, really shout out to uh Julian Park, man. He got a really smooth he had a really smooth game back back then when we when we played. Yes. And uh was there the best defensive player other than you in the PBA? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh probably gotta say what Chris Jackson from uh, when he used to play oh, Michelle? Yeah. yeah, Stone. What do you call him? Stonewall Jackson. <laughs> yeah, Stonewall. Yeah, he's a good defensive player. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. If you decided to continue playing, how do you see yourself in the PBA history? Um, you know, like you said, it was only five years, but I hope in that uh, in that time span, I just hope I left my mark. You know. Uh, could have been a little bit more mature when I was there, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, again, again, you know, we were like we all were young. You know, my whole team was young, pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. Just, I just hope when I was there, I left a mark. You know, what I mean that. You know, it's. I hope that I inspired somebody, a young guy, to want to play basketball. I hope that I, I was able to do that. Your, f- who was your favorite teammate and why? Man, <laughs> man, your questions, man. <laughs> man, oh man, uh, my favorite teammate, oh, man. You know, I got a couple. I got a t- you know, my man, my man, Jim Wiltorion was my guy. He was my guy, <laughs> my man. Uh, honestly, the, the the guy that really was a good mentor to me when I was when I was there and I was you know, Chris Bellato was a real you know, rest, yeah. guy rest his soul, you know, past. But Chris Bellotto was a real good mentor for me. You know, he you know, he really showed me the ropes. He took me under his wing mm-hmm. and he really uh really there for me when I needed him, you know, in a certain time. So I shout out to my man, love him in heaven. Uh, my man Chris Bellotto was a real good guy. Yeah, you know. Uh sometimes, you know, when we when you try to walk back, I mean, go back to memories, you know, you just you can't help but just smile, you know. I mean, those oh, were yeah, yeah, memories. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> now, what was your biggest regret in your basketball career? You know, I, I wouldn't even call it a regret. You know, you just always wish that you would have worked harder, mm-hmm. that you could have done more. You know, could we won another championship? Could we, you know, when we, you know, could we just done some more? You know, I always, mm-hmm. you know, I just wish I could have done more. You know, as far as as winning is concerned, you know, yes, as a team and as personal, yeah. Yeah. If ever a PBA team reaches out to you and offers you to make a comeback in the PBA, but not as a player, of course, uh, but as a part of a coaching staff, would you consider it? You know, you, you, of course, you have to bring your family uh, for, in the Philippines. Would you, would you reconsider that option? Um, I, I think I would. I think I can't play no more. Not, not, not a full court. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but uh yeah, I def- definitely would uh consider um uh definitely consider cuz uh whatever knowledge I have, I-, I I would like to pass it on to the next generation. So of course if if ever uh it was an offer, 
I would definitely consider helping out a team coach, especially especially some young young talented guys. And I know there's plenty of them out there, so I would definitely help out. Where are you? I mean, in touch with the happenings with the PBA, something like that? Uh, not not exactly. You know, mm -hmm. I don't I don't I, honestly I, I don't uh don't check on it really not anymore. I see, but uh, yeah. but there are still some fans, you know, who try to reach out to you, and you know, uh. Well, how do you feel with that, you know, so, uh, in the social Man, I'm, media? I'm, I'm going to tell you that is so, like, how many are you talking right now? You know, you know, me and you've been talking for like a couple of weeks now. This is awesome, man. And this, this, uh, you know, the social media is awesome because you have a chance to, you know, to speak to people that, you know, wouldn't normally get the chance to talk to. So, like, man, me and you are on here mm -hmm. having a good time, conversation. This is awesome. And uh, I encourage more people to do it, you know. Both, yes. both the the ball player side and both the fan side, like that's a good way that we all can you know connect. Yes, because you know what one of the things that you know uh, I heard about uh, basketball fans is that you know you were one of the nicest players back then when the, uh, you know they they can easily approach you and you know talk to you <laughs> despite because there are some notion that uh, since you are a Phil Am. Uh, you are kind of snobbish, but then uh, when they say Devon Arp, no, he's a nice guy. That that surprised a lot. <laughs> well, you got to understand. When I grew up in Ohio, mm -hmm. like I didn't have a, I didn't have a lot of resources. Mm -hmm. Didn't have a lot of um, financial backing. So mm -hmm. everything that I, you know, was able to be to do, mm -hmm. I had to, you know, pretty much work work for it. You know, it's it's a saying that we have here. It's mm -hmm. called, you know, I came through the mud. That means that I, I didn't have much and I had to make myself come up. So I'm not going to sit there and not speak to fans that's coming and spending money to watch us play or at mm -hmm. home watching TV. I'm, I'm going to spend time with them. I always did. And I'm glad that people recognize that because I really prided myself on that. Yes. Yeah. Now, do you have a son right now or just a daughter? I got a son and a daughter. So would you, would you encourage him <laughs> to play basketball? <laughs> I knew this question was. I wish he was here so I can let you talk to him, but he's not here right now. But this guy, this guy doesn't want to play basketball. Man. He wants to be a football player. Play oh. football. But but he does know your history, right? Yeah, yeah he knows. He knows, but he doesn't want to play basketball. I'm not oh, going to man. force him. But he plays. He plays high. He plays football in high school. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. You should actually, you know, uh, get to look back on those playing days. That you, did you ever try to show him in YouTube that how you play? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he pulls it. He pulls it up sometimes. He looks at it, I, but he he stuck on his football stuff. So hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna stand in his way, man. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> because uh, you know the, the the next suppose supposedly the next question that I would be asking you is that uh, would you push him to play in the PBA? But then you know you just said that he's on <laughs> into football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now. Uh, you know this 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 thing uh when you try to recall all the good things that happened to you back then uh do you do you you know uh like what I said earlier, do you regret saying oh I could have played more a little more in the Philippines would you i mean do you does that that uh come across your mind yeah, well obviously yes because you always think back. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. You know, we all do that. We do that about everything. 
you know, uh, and I always think back all, all the time. It always crosses my mind, uh, especially with that team that we had at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always thought we could have done more. We left, a, we left a lot of. Ch- I think we left championships on the table, and oh, I yes. and I always, yeah. Uh, I, 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 the team, my high school team that I coach now, I tell them that all the time. Mm-hmm. Tell them that all the time. I think you should share them your highlights so that you know they would be more inspired. Now, I I, I remember that uh, Coach Yang Giao was saying before, you know, when you got suspended because of the controversy in the Phil Phil Am uh, eligibility, he said uh, we were like a you know we lost our big our best big man something like that. So it goes mm-hmm. to show how Coach Yang recognizes. Your, your, I mean, your talents in this yeah. team, you know. Like, and, I, like, I said, like I said, he was always a great mentor. Like I always uh, look up to him. He was, a, he was, a, he was a good. He was the first uh, coach that really, like you know, really taught taught us how to be like men, like men on the basketball court. So I always, <laughs> I appreciate that he said that about me. And uh, like, like I said, I always put my hat off to him. Good guy. <laughs> Now, uh, well, Coach Yang is until right now is still coaching. Now, yeah, I heard. I heard. <laughs> now, was he really that intense? You know, Coach Yang is on the court. Man, <laughs> God, <laughs> man, uh, you know what? But you know, but you gotta see the the. It's, he he knows when to put it on, and he knows when to you know back off. He he you know when it was time to relax, have a good time. He relaxed mm-hmm. when it was time to. Get it in. He was ready to get it in. So, you know, that's what you got to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, now, any message to your fans who until now consider you as one of the best players uh, in the PBA? You know, like what I said, uh, a lot of them are saying uh, saying that, you know, woulda, shoulda, coulda. Uh, they, they, they had hoped that you would have played a little more. Uh, any message to your fans? Man, just tell everybody there that I love them to death. And, and uh, the time I was there, it was awesome. And the people that backed the Red Bull or backed me, you know, I really, really appreciate that a lot. Uh, and anybody that ever want to contact me or send a message, I always send messages back. I always will say hello. And I always will spend time, you know. So just make sure everybody knows that. And I, and I love everybody there. Okay. Now, Devon, it has been a great, you know, uh, like what I said, it, this will be a short interview and we appreciate mm-hmm. your time that you have given us. You know, it's like a trip back to memory lanes. It was. And, uh, it was. I'm glad you called me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, the good thing about here is that, you know, uh, once and for all, you cleared out things because back then, you know, social media was not that uh, booming. And then, of course, you, uh, I mean, that's why I ask you, are you a Filipino or something like that? Uh, this is a great opportunity to let, you know, people know the truth and clear your name regarding right. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Now, uh, Devon, uh, thank you again for this time. No I know it Anytime. was an honor for us to be in our show. And uh, yeah. so hopefully next time we'll be able to get in touch with you again. And talk about Absolutely. stuff. A- any travel plans in the Philippines in the near future? Uh, you know what? With this, <laughs> I was actually thinking about this situation. I don't know. You know, I, I mean, of course, uh, you know, I, I want to bring my kids back there so they can, so they can see, uh, you know, where their, you know, where their, where their heritage is from. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we 
planning on that. I'll pr probably wait till they graduate uh, high school, but we definitely plan to come out, come back out to visit. I yeah. see. Run. Okay, yeah. so ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up another episode of Extra Session with Kiko Maligdem. Like what I said earlier, I would like to thank our guest, Mr. Devon Harp. It was honor to have you in our program. And so in behalf of the Gorilla Podcast Syndicate, Run. games are always exciting if there is an extra session. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. And if you want to know more, check out www.guerillapodcast.com.au or guerillapodcast.com.ph A Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate Production We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com